Welcome to episode 37 of the Dare to Dream Bigger Business Podcast, and today we're talking about how to tame your inner critic in under 60 seconds. Hello, Claire Yosa here, author of Dare to Dream Bigger and Inside Work Mentor to Entrepreneurs and Passionate World Changers. And today I want to talk to you about your inner critic, that negative self-talk, that voice on your shoulder that gets in the way whenever you're about to step up and do something that excites you or scares you. I'm curious, is it time to tame your inner critic? Does yours ever catch you out? And how can you spot it before everything falls apart? How can you get back on track? Most of us just end up pushing on through. But that's really the hard route. And today I want to give you a tool that presses instant or near instant pause on your inner critic so you can get on with your day and the difference you're here to make. I want to teach you how to tame your inner critic in under 60 seconds. So many years ago, I said to my boyfriend, who's now my husband, close your eyes. We'd been going out for over a year. I've got a test for you. Do I wear mostly baggy baggy t-shirts or more fitted tops? And I assumed it would be an easy one for him. He's a visual thinker and the tiny signs of tension in his face showed he was having to play through his entire album of images of Claire to get the answer. Baggy tops, he announced with a sense of conviction and this satisfied smile on his face. Open your eyes. And he saw me wearing a fitted top. I don't own any baggy t-shirts, I replied. So I had to get used to the fact that he rarely notices what I wear and I had to get over it. I learned that if I wanted feedback, you know, the whole, oh no, your bum doesn't look big in that, darling, then I'd need to swallow my pride to ditch those preconceptions over how he should behave and simply ask. So zooming forward eight years, yesterday morning he surprised me. It was a Sunday, day off with the family. I was wearing a bright blue t-shirt that I was given by one of my business suppliers, ConvertKit. Hello, Nathan. Thank you very much. And I was heading out to tackle the overgrown jungle that we like to call our veg patch. Totally unprovoked. The husband turns around and says, that colour really suits you. What? (laughs) I said, that colour really suits you. So this was totally unfamiliar territory for me. Not only did my man notice what I was wearing, but perhaps for only the third time in our relationship, he expressed an opinion about it without being prompted. My initial response was a slightly confused thank you. But as I walked downstairs, my inner critic kicked in. Hang on, he never comments on what I wear. So if he thinks this colour really suits me, does that mean all the other colours I wear look terrible? And then my mind leafed its way through my virtual wardrobe, flashing up image memories of all my favourite outfits, the ones my husband had never noticed or commented on. Perhaps he hadn't commented on them because they looked terrible and he's too polite to say. He didn't want to hurt my feelings. And that's why he waited until I was wearing a corporate baggy t-shirt to go out gardening before finally finding something I looked good in. My God, by the time I reached the kitchen... I had half convinced myself that I was such a blimp, only tent dresses would suit me and I needed to chuck out half my wardrobe. So how did this happen? Does this ever happen to you? 
<laughs> Do you ever find somebody's throwaway comments suddenly setting off this tirade of inner critic conversation, cranking up the stress and the emotions? So here's the neuroscience and the biology whistle stop tour. I generally have my inner critic pretty much tamed, but sometimes it still catches me unawares, especially if there's an emotional button hanging around ready to be pressed and released. So as I walked down those stairs, my brain fired off the neurons that fed my not good enough button thoughts. These found the neural pathways in my brain that have rehearsed this discussion many times over the years. Then the bit of my brain that filters information, it's called the reticular activating system, it's the bit that keeps you sane and free from sensory overload. It's sped through its hardwired filing systems to find examples from my history to support the thoughts I was thinking. Now, the RAS reticular activating system is brilliant for those times when you don't want to be consciously aware of the air pressure in your left ear, but it's not so great if you'd prefer your inner critic to take a break. Its job is to filter all of the sensory information coming in based on your beliefs and your regular thought habits to show you stuff to support what you believe and what you're thinking. So then, with my current thought story drama being cranked up by decades of memories of every time I doubted whether I'd look good or judged my body, those thoughts were triggering hormones that flooded my body's cells with not good enough emotions. Those cells have got receptors that pick up on emotions. Emotions are basically a chemical reaction in your body. And those cell receptors did a happy dance because at some crazy level, they are addicted to the not good enough emotional chemical reaction and they were getting a fix. Those hormones, the cell receptors sent messages to my brain saying, more of this, please, we haven't had this fix in a while. And my brain obliged. And so the cycle grew until a throwaway compliment about a t-shirt colour mutated into full-blown body-shaming self-doubt. And the whole thing took less than a minute to go from happy to inner critic fest. And it doesn't matter that the rational part of my mind knows I'm not humongous or that I'm perfectly capable of knowing what looks good on me and what doesn't. That inner critic hormone cell receptor dance happens at a subconscious level and it quickly took on a life of its own. So here's a tweetable for you today. Did you know that your inner critic isn't all in your head? And if you want to share this podcast episode, clareyosa.com forward slash podcast forward slash zero three seven. So you and I both know this doesn't just happen with clothes, does it? <laughs> when someone makes a throwaway comment about, say, a presentation or a report or an article we did, it can quickly trigger autopilot responses that leave us wishing we could run to the ladies and flush our own head down the loo. A slightly off look from a stranger can trigger us fast-tracking stories about how we must have done something to upset them. Maybe we're a bad person. A snarky comment from one of our kids can trigger us diving into our inner drama about all the reasons why we're a bad mum and wondering how much we need to save for their therapy once they leave home when actually it was just down to their blood sugar being level, blood sugar level being low. So I'm curious. Let me know via the comments, clareyosa.com forward slash podcast forward slash 037. What are your personal favourites on this? What triggers you diving without control 
into your inner critic's head story. So is it time to tame your inner critic? If this ever happens to you, you're in great company. And the thing is, you don't have to let it ruin your day if you know how to press pause. So I work with senior businesswomen and women business owners who are passionate about making a difference in the world, as well as being the best mums they can be. And one of the first clients I ever worked with back in 2002 taught me about something I now know is rampant in every boardroom in the country and pretty much behind every desk. Imposter syndrome, feeling like a fraud. So this is what happens when the inner critic gets out of control. It hits your I'm not good enough buttons and it cranks up the dial on your self-criticism and your negative self-talk. And it means that taking that inspired action on your business or your career suddenly becomes much, much harder. So it happens when your outside world actions are causing you to grow, fantastic, to become the person you really are and make the difference you're really here to make. You're stepping into your soul shoes, but your inner view of who am I hasn't caught up yet. And that is the causal trigger behind imposter syndrome. So in mild cases, it's annoying and you work round it. If you're employed, you'll often find that things like your annual appraisal and your colleagues act as a nice incentive for you to push on through. When you're running your own business, though, and it's just you and the desk, or you're leading your team, it can lead to self-sabotage and subconsciously choosing not to take inspired action on your dreams. So most of us go through life achieving and creating what we do despite imposter syndrome. We work around it. We push through it. But it can be exhausting and demoralising. And it's the most common reason why we give up on our dreams. And if you're prepared to put in the time and effort, there's plenty that you can do to release the root causes and set yourself free from imposter syndrome. As my masterminders know, if you want to join one of my imposter syndrome masterminds, you can find the link at clareyosa.com forward slash podcast forward slash 037. But when you're stuck in the middle of a full-blown onslaught of not good enough thought drama, you don't have the time for navel gazing. And that's where my simple three-step ABC process comes in. I teach it to students and clients for times when they need to press pause on their inner critic. But if your inner critic is on the motorway towards a bout of imposter syndrome, then you need one extra question to turn things around. I'm going to share that with you too. So are you ready? Here's the process. If you're driving, you might want to press pause and do this later because I'm going to ask you to just close your eyes and do some breathing. Just make sure you're somewhere where you won't be disturbed for a moment. If you're at work, pop off to the ladies. If you're at home, just shut the bedroom door for a moment. This is your time for the next couple of minutes. So you know that hormone, thought, chemical reaction, cell receptor cycle we talked about earlier? You can press pause at any of the points and you'll stop that dance. You'll set yourself free from the negative self-talk and those icky emotions. And the ABC process is one of the simplest ways to do that. So A, awareness and acceptance. They say that awareness is the key to change. I think it might have been Carl Jung. But if you don't realise you're thinking and feeling thoughts that make you feel bad, then you're not going to be able to do anything about them. So it really helps to pay attention to your body and your emotions. 
If you notice you're feeling grumpy, stressed, tense, miserable, not good enough, or whatever flavour of emotion is running, pause for a moment and notice which thought you're thinking. Become aware of it without trying to change it or judge it or tell yourself stories about it. Allow yourself simply to observe this thought, accepting it. This presses pause on the hormone cycle. And the acceptance is so important because if you try and push that thought away or get rid of it, you'll have what psychologists call the backfire effect, where that thought will dig its heels in even more firmly and show you via the RAS all of those reasons why you should believe that thought. So accepting that thought presses pause. The B stands for breathe. Now, obviously, I know you're breathing because otherwise there wouldn't be much thinking going on and listening to this podcast episode would not be one of your priorities. But this is about using your breath to get out of your stress head and back into your body, getting grounded and coming back into this moment. So I'm going to assume here that it's you're taking responsibility and it's safe for you to close your eyes for a moment. Softly close your eyes and become aware of your breathing. If it feels comfortable for you, allow that breath to move from your upper chest back down to your belly or diaphragm area. Relax your shoulders, your jaw and your neck. And now allow yourself to become fully absorbed by your breathing and the physical sensations of it as you breathe in and you breathe out. And if you're feeling really tense and the inner critic's been working really hard, you might find that the first few breaths just help you to let go even more if you sigh as you breathe out. And if you're really stuck in the stories of your stress head, give your mind a job. It can have two mantras. Imagining you can breathe in from the earth beneath you as you breathe in, silently say, I breathe in. As you breathe out, letting go of the stress and tension through the points of contact with the earth, I breathe out. If you do this for about 10 breaths, allowing yourself to let go of any physical tension with each out-breath, you'll probably find your breathing rate has slowed. And after a minute or so of this, you'll have started the process of rebalancing your nervous system You'll probably find the tension in your solar plexus area has decreased, your jaw has relaxed, and the area around your eyes will feel softer. You've pressed a genuine pause on that thought hormone emotion dance. And then C is for choose. When you're in this calmer place, choose to let go of that thought that had been making you feel bad. You might want to imagine the, the energy tie that you had to it, this giant pair of scissors lovingly cutting through that cord and just letting that thought float across the sky like a cloud. Or perhaps sitting on a conveyor belt moving into the distance. Let it go. It's in the past now. And if the story is feeling stuck or you're resisting letting go, you can ask yourself the question, what's really true about this? What's really true about this? Let the answers bubble up. It takes you out of the drama 
and back into hard facts, which pauses that emotional cycle and gives you back your power to choose which thought to feed. And when you feel ready, pick a thought that lifts your spirits. It might want to be something you feel grateful for or saying a silent heartfelt thank you, or perhaps choosing to re-experience a happy memory. Doing this starts to shift you from negative emotion chemicals in your body through to the happy endorphin chemicals in your body. It can shift your entire mood and your cellular level biology. And that then changes the thoughts that you're thinking. So when you're ready, pick a happy thought. Just see which one bubbles up next and do it one thought at a time. There's no judgment. And the more often, here's a secret, okay? The more often you practice this with the slightly annoying, niggly thoughts, the easier you'll find this process if a biggie comes up and your inner critic's going crazy. It's amazing how quickly it can shift your experience of life. So there you have it. Accept, breathe, choose. Simple, yet surprisingly effective. So I've got more for you on the baggy blue t-shirt in a moment, but first... This process can be really powerful and when you know how to spot the thoughts that might be causing you to self-sabotage without realising even before you have them, then you can take it to the next level. And I've got a bonus workbook and virtual mentoring audio for you to guide you through the deeper dive version of this technique. I know a lot of you, a lot of people listen to this while they're on the road or doing things at home or, you know, in the office walking. I want to give you this workbook so that when you get home or when you get back to the office, you can actually deep dive on this stuff. So if you go to clareyosa.com forward slash podcast forward slash 037, that's C-L-A-R-E-J-O-S-A dot com, you'll find partway down the page a bit that says, yes, I want my workbook and audio. So you get the deep dive workbook on how to spot the thoughts before you even have them, an audio to guide you through that workbook, and an inner critic mp3 that you can download to guide you through this abc technique so it's there for you whenever you need it so go there and register now and get that and if you want more on how to tame your inner critic particularly when you have the time to do the root cause work and it's so much easier than you might think make sure if you've already got dare to dream bigger this is all around page 131 Okay, step two, cranking up your confidence without putting on an act or selling your soul. It's in that section, you've got how to handle those sticky thoughts, the ones that keep coming back or that resist being allowed to flow on through. There's an exercise on the dangers of picking the wrong thoughts to feed afterwards and how it can actually end up making things worse. We talk about how our self-talk turns into limiting beliefs the little known reason why change so often doesn't work and we fall back into bad habits and what you can do about it and how to set yourself free from limiting beliefs and in step seven, how to turn your inner critic into your biggest cheerleader. It's all in there waiting for you step by step. If that's resonating for you and you've already got it, page 131. If you've not got Dare to Dream Bigger, you can find it in the big bookstore in the sky order it from your local bookshop or get a signed copy straight from me dare to dream bigger handbook.com and if you buy dare to dream bigger as a result of listening to this podcast today i've got an extra gift for you okay i have a very popular imposter syndrome emergency quick fix video training it's normally 47 pounds 
If you go to clareyosa.com forward slash podcast forward slash 037, you will find the link to get that video training as my gift to really help you to set yourself free from imposter syndrome and set yourself free from your inner critic. There are also details on that page on an online course I do that people are loving on how to ditch a limiting belief in under five minutes. That's clareyosa.com forward slash podcast forward slash 037. So what happened? My baggy t-shirt. <laughs> well, by the time I reached the kettle, I'd spotted how my thoughts were getting out of control. I did the ABC process and I got grounded with a clearer perspective. And I remembered that my husband had been putting in a bit more effort lately to be kind and he's moving out of a period of stress at work. So his comment was a genuine example of him noticing me. It was a spontaneous compliment. I know in my heart none of the stuff about tents and blimps is true, but it was a reminder for me that it's time to go and do some work on my not good enough triggers, yeah? I went outside to plant some vegetables and show the cheeky weeds, the sharp side of my hoe, and I was able to laugh at how quickly I'd got stressed by being complimented. And I said a heartfelt thank you to the part of me that had reacted because she was showing me it's time to let those old stories go. And as I did that hoeing and weeding and planting, my chickens watched on and they didn't care what I looked like. (laughs) So if you know anyone else who needs to tame that inner critic, please feel free to share this podcast far and wide with any fellow world changers. If it's helped you, chances are they'll love it too. And if you run a blog or podcast and would like to interview me or get a guest post on imposter syndrome and how to tame your inner critic, please get in touch. I'd love to hear from you. That's clareyosa.com forward slash contact hyphen Claire. And it's over to you. Thank you for joining me for today's episode. I'd love to know via the comments at clareyosa.com forward slash podcast forward slash 037. How had your inner critic been getting in the way? What has shifted with the ABC process? How might you remind yourself to play with this technique? Let me know via the comments. And if you want to deep dive on this and get to the root causes of your imposter syndrome issues, it's so much easier and more fun than you might think it is when you know how. Jump on my next imposter syndrome mastermind or grab a one-to-one session with me. The how-to links for all that is on the podcast show notes page. So I hope you found that useful. Please help me keep the Dare to Dream Bigger podcast advert free the way you want it to be by sharing this. Help me get the word out there. And if it's resonated with you, the book is Dare to Dream Bigger. I hope you have a fantastic week and I can't wait to hear what you go and do with this stuff. <laughs>